Yeah, the Eagles did do a good job. Nah, they did. Looking into the Pac-12 contenders. Uh, All right. You want to? Yes. You want to talk on yours first? No, I'm just going to bring up something. Uh, oh, okay. Is the gap closing? ESPN and Fox deal with the Big Ten is 2.3 bu- bu- billion. Hmm. USA, UCLA out in 2024. The Pac-12 commissioner Klitschoff also. And FSU and Clemson also are wanting equal pay from the ACC. Wow. So, mm. money. Money's money. making it go around, isn't it? Yeah. Tell us about DJ Uyungle. Uyungle. <laughs> you coming right back? Yeah. <laughs> All right. DJ Uyungle will be one of the starters for the, will be contending for a starting spot for Oregon State. Transferred out of Clemson. What do y'all think about that uh, transfer? I thought he showed signs of being good at sometimes. My co-host did never like uh, He'll have to admit that. He knows it's true. And he was right. He was right. He said, I never liked a guy playing in Clemson. Well. But, and, okay, now here's my question to you. They've got a Ben Goldrinson. He did good last year. Who? Oregon State. Ben Gulbranson. Do you think that he beats out DJ Ue Ungale? He started last year. They went 10-3. and three. That's a good question. So, this, he's not just going to walk out there and be their quarterback. But, first of all, let's go over Oregon State. Number 17 in early poll. 14 starters returning. Matt, they got a 982-yard back and Damian Martinez returning. Jemias Griffin from Rome. 488 yards is coming back. Deshaun Fenwick, 553 yards rushing, is coming back. So, Matt, that's 1,900 yards coming back rushing right there. Wow. Receivers, they don't have a whole lot coming back. They got Anthony Gould, who had 27 catches, and Silas Bolden, who had 23. So they're hurting a little at receiver. They've got all their line back, and it looks like they got all three running backs back. But can they repeat it 10-3? and three? Uh uh, early on, they play. Why is it so hard to find stuff? I mean, you type in 2023 schedule, and it gives you 46 2022s. All right, they travel to <laughs> they travel to Washington State and Oregon. But listen to this. They're home for UCLA, Washington, and Utah. And we know, as well as anybody, that playing at home makes a difference. All right, my question to you, Matt. Can Oregon State repeat their 10-3 and three record? All three running backs back, quarterback back. They don't have the receivers back now. They do not have the receivers back. O-line back, defense, they got about half their players back. Can they be 10-3 again? I would assume the 2020 schedule. I'm trying to just look at their schedule. Well, I got it right here. They got Washington State. Their tough games are Washington State, Oregon, Washington, Utah, and UCLA. That's their five toughest games. And they play... They don't have the toughest schedule in the world. Okay, there it is. 2023, that's... It don't even say who they are playing. It just gives it a logo. Why can't I supposed to know all okay. the Pac-12? Uh, Man, obviously, they play Stanford and Cal and Arizona State and some of them who are not supposed to be very good. The first game is September the 2nd is, I don't know, it looks like. Who is it, the first game? 
I don't. I just got the five toughest oh, opponents. Okay. Let me go look. I can look it up. I'm, that's what I'm trying to do, and it's just not. Co it's not cooperating at all. Okay, hold up. Now, this won't take but a second, and we'll go over this schedule together. Okay. Oregon State schedule. All right, Matt. First game, we're gonna give them a win there. San Jose State. Yeah. Okay. See, don't. That's not a good idea. Oregon State. When y'all make a schedule, don't just put the logo of the team. All right, because that looks like Coast of Christian Hamlet with that. <laughs> One and O, UC Davis, California Davis. Never heard of them. Two and O, San Diego State. Three and O. Three and O. Then they travel to Washington State. Could they get got right no. there? All right, four and O. Utah comes to Corvallis, Oregon State. Nah, we'll go with Utah there. Mm. Four and one. Oregon State goes to Berkeley. Plays Cal. Now, remember, Oregon State has everybody back on offense. I think they can go ten and three again. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, could, but I, no better. I don't think they can do any better than that. I could see that. I think Oregon beats them. I think Washington beats them. I think Utah beats them, and maybe one more. I think they may be nine and four. I mean, the Pac-12 is good, man. Yeah, and that's what the whole the whole topic is. Is you know, is the Pac-12 elite? <clears throat> and I'm trying right. to show you how, you know, who they're going to play. And I'm trying to pull up this schedule here and see if I can. I just don't. That, no. But the good thing about Oregon State's schedule is that early on it's not real tough. Early on. I don't know. Who, whoever's running Google search, when you put in 2023 Utah football schedule, I got 2019 Utah baseball. Uh, oh, you're doing Utah now, right? Yeah. yeah why would I get 2019 baseball <laughs> schedule? I don't know on that one. Oh, now I got field hockey. Hey, well, let's just cover that That's right quick. We might as well do because it's like, <laughs> this Google is garbage. What Whoever's is working out there, they got a bunch of harebrains or somebody's pulling the trigger out there on some, something. Utah. We're doing three teams. Or say he's going to do Utah, and then I'm going to do Oregon. We're going. We're taking a close look here. But yes, but that, my last question. Yes, I think Oregon State goes eight and four, nine and three. I don't know why not. Eight and four, nine and three, maybe better. With that schedule, and and there's a Jeff. The reason we're saying that, I mean, look at the teams that they're going to play. Mm -hmm. And yeah. most of them's at home. 
Their tough games are at home. Their tough games are at home. Then they got a bunch of easy games. Yeah. Oregon's on the road. If you're playing good by the end, I mean, they beat them last year. And right here, there you are, week one. We're going to Utah here and talk about them for just a minute. Okay. Week one. They right. are going to play at home. <clears throat> They're going to play uh, Florida State. <coughs> Florida Gators. Like last year. Mm -hmm. And lost to them. <coughs> uh, do you, okay, I'll just go out and say it. I don't, don't think that that happens again. Think Utah beats them? Yes. Yeah, I'd agree. Especially with it being out there and them having so much back. What do they got coming back? Uh, I know they got rising back. Brian Rose is a number two guy quarterback. Look very mm -hmm. good. Barnes and Jay Johnson. These are some names for quarterback guys at Utah. Running back wise, Micah Bernard mm -hmm. run for over 500 last year. And Glover. He's probably going to be a number, uh, the number one guy coming back. You're probably going to pay him the most attention to. <clears throat> um, and Chris Curry. Curry was – he right. got the ball well in the spring game. Don't mean he's going to get to play a whole lot. Uh, it's interesting how they played under the ball. Uh -huh. They played under the ball under center. Uh -huh. Single setback. Right. You know, kind right. of – I don't know if he's doing that just for spring or... Probably. No, I may be working on I, it. Yeah, I don't know. Because Cam didn't play at all. He was in straight clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on the sideline watching. And we do both agree that he's top 10 player in the country. Yeah. Top 10 quarterback. Should Definitely. be top five. Top five, possibly, yeah. And he'll make a run at him and Jaden Daniels and... Oh, yeah. Caleb Williams. Yeah. And uh, Hartman. Uh, Hartman from Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Wide receivers, Parks, Reed, Vaughn, Tanner, but V-E-L-E, he's your guy to remember. V-E-L-E, he's a good, huh? Valet. Uh, tight ends, Erickson, Yasmin made some a lot of good plays. Allman was good, too. But uh, Brant, K-U-I-T-H-E. Mm, he's the man. He He's the one going to talk about to come back a lot. But probably the biggest name for tight end-wise that, that him and Cam's going to hook up a lot. Faja, F-A-J-A, these names are, I, right. get, I just pick the teams with these names. Every time we have to go over a deep, bad name, he gets it. I get the John Smiths and the Terry Johnsons. Kutha, Kutha and Faja. Kutha and Faja. Those are easy to remember. I mean, those are common everyday names. Yeah, we went to school with some Kuthas and Fajas, didn't we? Yeah, I, yeah, I knew uh, uh, Landon Faja. <laughs> Isaac Kooten. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another running back, Aiden. He's going to be a good guy. He's a junior. Yeah. to be a senior next year. And linebackers, defensively, Calvert brothers are going to be somebody to pay attention to. But Logan Bono, that's the guy. He's going to be – he's the one that's coming back. He's the one that got hurt early and didn't get to finish the season. He's back. He's ready to play. Mm -hmm. They talked to him on the sideline. And <clears throat> Medlock, mm -hmm. he's going to be another uh, defender to watch at Utah. They're bringing back a lot of guys. Lowe and Mark and Lloyd – Mm -hmm. Or the D backs and stuff to keep eye on. But this Ellis kid and Ellis and Bono, mm -hmm. they're back. So I'm telling you, they got these linebackers are back. 
these tight ends have come back. Oh, my gosh. Cam Rising has come back. Well, that's just the big one. The running yeah. back, Micah, the Bernard kid, and Glover's playing. He's probably going to be the number one. I remember Bernard. He's good. Micah Bernard. Uh, he's from Long Beach, California. He's a sophomore, be a junior this coming season. He played at GAHR High School. Mm-hmm. Gar High School. Gar High School. Yeah. Um, Jalen Glover, however, played at Lakeland, Florida. 6,500 yards rushing, 83 touchdowns, 7.8 yards average. He only fumbled six times his whole career. Uh, he was 2019 <laughs> Florida Player of the Year, 2019. Ooh, 2019 Florida. That's, that's big, guys. Yeah. Not knocking other states, but that's different than being the Alabama or the New Hampshire Player of the Year. Yeah, because Florida's nice real. Is it not? I mean, and I'm, I'm, I added Alabama to that. I'm not just going to throw New Hampshire to the dogs. Yeah. You're good if you're Alabama Player of the Year, but are you as good as you are if you're Florida Player of the Year? Yeah. Okay, man. That's, uh, schedule-wise... We mentioned that. Yeah, 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 let's go over that. They'll play Florida first. I think that's a win. Uh, week two, the ninth, they play at Baylor. Oh, my gosh. Their schedule's awful. Week three, they play Weber State. Okay. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and have them at 3-0. They go to UCLA. Mm. I mean, they're home for UCLA. 4-0, maybe. They go to Oregon State on a Friday. I think they win that, 5-0. They're by... Good thing it's not idle. It's, you're not beating idle. They're not beating by. They may have a chance to beat by. By university. Man. With Cam rising back, by is not. Not as. Okay, we'll give them six and up. All right. Then they will be at home for Cal. Seven. Six and up. At USC Trojans. I think they lose that this year. They got revenge. USC's got them marked on their calendar. Yeah, definitely. Two straight losses. That hurts as a coach. When you were probably better than them. That hurts you as a coach. It hurts your feelings. It's I like getting punched is. in the gut. I'm going to make them 6-1. All right. October 28th, Dean, they will be at home facing Bo Nix and the Ducks. 6-2. and two. November 4th, they will be home again versus the Red Devils of Arizona State. 7-2. and two. Then they're going to go on the road for two weeks in a row. And in November, now think. Uh-huh. Listen, guys, podcast people, I'm giving you dates here, so pay attention. November 11th at Washington. Oh, my God. November 11th. Why do I keep saying November 11th? Veterans Day. No. Well, <laughs> at Washington. Yeah. What's going on on November 11th? That time of year in November and where it's oh, at. snowing. Probably not going to be nice weather. Probably not. Oh, then, November 18th, they're at Arizona. Yeah. And if it's a late game, it can snow out there. Yeah. yeah. At night. And then, of course, it probably will be snowing. They will be at home for their last game. This is Utah Utes' last regular season. Will be uh, against Colorado. They'll finish off the season with that one. Oh, End gosh. the season. I think they lose two games. Uh, I don't I don't know if they lose. You think I USC? Really... Because it's at USC, we'll go with the home team there. And who else did I pick that said of Oregon? And it'll be at, so they're going to lose at home versus Oregon, too. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you why. I mean, yeah, you're fixing to do Oregon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll back it up. I can't, just yeah, I, I mean, I don't. And the only reason I think USC is because, I mean, USC's got them marked. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, who am I to say? No. All right, let's get into Oregon right quick. 
10 and 3. And let me say one thing before, and Matt, I don't know if I've ever heard a stat like this. Oregon gained 6,500 yards of offense last year. Take a guess how many of those 6,500 rushing and throwing that they have coming back. Right over here on the right of your screen, September 2nd, Ducks will kick off the season. Yeah, continue on, sir. Well, out of the 6,500, I want you to guess how many of the rushing and passing, 6,500 yards, how many is coming back? How many of those yards are coming back? Mm, 4,000. 6,499. Uh, well, that'd probably be a pretty good chance. Of, <laughs> be a pretty good recipe. All right, so they got Nick's coming back. They've got Bucky Irving, 1,058 yards. Noah Whittington, 780. they got Troy Franklin, 61 catches. Chris Hudson, 41 catches. Tight end, Terrence Ferguson, 32. They add Treshawn Holden from Alabama. they got five... All right, does anybody want to guess what the one thumbs down is on this team? Do you want to guess it, Matt? Defense. Only got five. Well, they got no six starters. It's suspect, but uh, the old line they got to replace all of them. Hmm. But one, all of them, but one. So that leaves some question marks. But uh, go over there. Let's go over their schedule there. So they got every every yard they've gained is back. Every yard they've got more production back than Florida State. But let's go over their schedule yeah. here and see what. Yeah, we're looking at it there. That's. That's a pretty good recipe.
Well, of course, they got to play in the championship game. There's two different divisions there, ain't they? I think those will be the best three teams in it. And I think Oregon State will be right below them. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. That's four good teams. And you say you're asking is the Pac-12. Most of them. I'm not saying they beat them. Who's going to be the top 10 in the SEC? Georgia, Alabama, LSU. I mean, I think all four of those teams can play with all three of them. Tennessee. Do you think that? I do. Later in the year. And if you get them week one, they may not can. Yeah. I want to see. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I just, Utah, Oregon, Oregon State, and USC, they're loaded. I think all four of them will be in the top 25. I think Oregon and USC will be a top 10. Utah may be a top 10. Top 15. Oregon State's going to be 17. I read something today that said they're going to be 8, 11, 13, and 17. That was the early poll. USC, 8. Oregon 11, Utah 13, Oregon State 17. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I think those four teams make them, for this year at least, better than usual. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Uh, oh, I'm not one. Yeah. I'm trying to rush you. I, I <clears throat> There's no reason why, why the Pac-12 – they have some of the most elite quarterbacks in the country playing out there this just coming season. I mean, who's got the better QB? Besides Jaden Daniels. I mean, it ain't Bama, it ain't Georgia, it ain't Florida, it ain't ten, well, Tennessee. Milton, he's going to be, I like him. But well, you got rising Knicks and Weeks. He looked, he looked okay. I, I'm going to go on and agree with your statement that, yes, this year at least, I think the Pac 12s is good. The top teams in it. Mm hmm. Are as elite as anybody. You got Williams, Nick. You got all these running backs back. I mean, Oregon and Utah virtually, and Oregon State virtually have everybody back on offense. But here's the problem. I'm going to throw a wrench in that. All right. They've never played defense. They do not play great defense. They don't and tackle in space. None of them have a lot of starters back. They got half their starters back. They're used to playing that nice, cushy. It's warm out there, but the humidity's not high. Out here, you get dogs. Bama, Georgia, Florida, Louisiana, mm -hmm. Tennessee. You get kids that play as they play in suffocating weather right. in their high school career. Suffocating. And you don't play in suffocating weather in Oregon. No. No. It's beautiful out there. And, you know, we're forgetting there's another elite, and we've not even mentioned them. They're, they had them in that top 25, too. Washington because yeah, of Penix. Penix. Yeah. We haven't focused on yeah, Washington. We just, didn't do yet. Them. We, we, we just didn't do them yet. We will. We'll do some more. So there's five. Yes. I think this year the Pac 12 is elite. I'm not saying, don't come on here and say, you're a joke. They're not as good as the SEC. I didn't say that. But I think they're as good as, I think they're the second best conference. Because you got Clemson and Florida State are definitely the best two in the ACC. But other than that, who's. By wins and championships and who's been representing the playoffs. Second best conference this year. The Big Ten is. Right. Because right. of Ohio State and Michigan constantly represent. And USC or Oregon has not represented. No. At all. Well, pac is going to have five teams in the preseason top 25. That's, five. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
And when the 12-team playoff starts, though, Jeff, um, you're going to see these teams in there. You're going to see two of them at least, maybe three. You're going to see these teams in there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be involved in that. In the playoff. So, again, is, is the Pac-12 elite? I don't think so because they're, they're, they, they haven't represented the college football playoff any. Mm-hmm. When have they ever been relevant? They haven't. No. Might be statement will be to and I put that interesting to do what we're right. To right. They have some very elite players. They do. Very or it keeps coming out. Um they have very elite coaches. Mm-hmm. But let's think about quarterbacks that's came out of the NFL. I mean it's come out of college and play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let's think about the past few years. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Bama, mm-hmm. just made the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua, mm-hmm. if he starts this year, there's another starter from, mm-hmm. from Bama. Mac Jones, mm-hmm. starts for the Patriots. Probably going to start again, we assume. Mm-hmm. Now they have, they've had some quarrels between each other about his injuries or whatever. Right. There's another Bama quarterback. And I'm not just saying Bama, but I'm just yeah, saying. Stafford. Well, we can look. I mean, I'm just saying, the guys, look around. Mm-hmm. How many Pac-12s are in there? Goff, he's uh, I mean, here recently, we're just talking about here recently. In the past five, yeah. six years, starting quarterbacks, most of the leagues are. Big Ten, Pac-12. I mean, ACC, SEC, Big Ten. But they're Alabama. Yeah, and from Alabama, yes. Right. Yes, or the SEC. So if if the statement is true that the Pac-12 has these elite quarterback gurus, mm-hmm. such as Riley and, and Clingsbury, mm-hmm. who have they, besides Kyler Murray yet? I mean, give me some names. I'll, I'll listen. Well, I mean, well, I'm just looking to see if any of these guys. And he's from Oklahoma. Herbert. He's elite. 